In the olden days we had like 20 tape recorders set up there and there was a Mamuna one of the girls to change every time because they all stopped at different times you know, before the advent of... Okay, we are going to do Binyan Hanukkah. Okay, the first thing I have to say over the Siddha Rekeah because I have a shlichas from, not a shlichas, but my own shlichas that I took over from Rabbi Brevda that he always says you have to say over the nisim that the Siddur Rekeh bring down um, and then we'll get into a little bit of more of the Nyanim of Hanukkah whether it has a shaykhah to this or not, we'll see the first thing the Siddur Rekeh brings down a brysa that tells us how the Chashmainayim, their first Tisiris to fight against the Yavadim was. And then it says a description of the first war. And there's a lot more there, but we'll say those two in Yanim, just so we get a picture of who they were and what they were trying to do. The Major says the Siddur Rekeh was the Talmud of Rashi, Rishon, from hundreds of years ago. And he brings down a, a Brisa, Amrab Shimon ben Yechai. It was a daughter to Matisio ben Yechonon Kenengadol. Shein ki yapya ba'ilam. Now some did say this was when we went through that whole Indian of um, Yehudis, that her name was Yehudis, this was her, but here it just says Bas. Shenki Yafya Bailam, she was the most beautiful girl in the world. And she was Mukudeshas to the son of Khashmainoi. This price sounds like there were two different people. There was Matisyob and Yaikanan, and there was Khashmainoi, two different people. They made a shirk together. One of the Ivanim came, Tapsa Biblurisa, he grabbed her by her ponytail. And he rolled out a Sefer Torah. And Rahman al he wanted to live with her. The Rabbim on top of the Sefer Torah. I'm sorry? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. And he wanted to live with her on the Sefer Torah in front of her, in front of her chasin, in front of her Arus. And it sounds like all the Chashmainoim were there also. Matisio was there. Klaizo was looking and they were yearning and hoping towards the hills of the east. Maybe someone will come help them. Maybe the Parsiim, the Persians will come with a legions of troops and come and help them fight. In other words, they, they were ho- it looked hopeless. So Chashmanoi turned to Matisio Kaingadol and he says, Doesn't the Pasuk say, Oru HaGevrash Yiftach Ba'adam? Baruch HaGevrash Yiftach Ba'ashem? Why are we going and we're looking and hoping that they're going to come from Persia to help us? Baruch HaGevrash Yiftach Ba'ashem? Should have been talking in the Rabbi Nishalayim. Amr lo Yofat, Aymer, you're correct. Ani v'gimel banai. Me and my three children, my three sons. And you and your seven sons, Hare Yud Bez, Bez, Kenegi Yud Bez Shvatim. Twelve Kenegi, the twelve Shvatim. 
And this, if Rashi says in Parshas Vizay Sabracha, Baruch Hashem Chela Yufoyal Yod of Tirzah, by Levi it says Hashem should bless his Chela, his army. Rashi wants to know Levi. Levi doesn't have an army. Levi doesn't go out to war. The Rambam says Levi is not allowed to go out to war, even for, for a Muhammad, Klaish all fights. Levim didn't even have any arms. They didn't have any swords. They didn't have anything. Of all people to give a bracha, Baruch Hashem, Chayla, Yufayo, Yadav, Tirta, Mechatz, Masnaim, Kamov, Umsana, Minya, Kamun, that, the, that the, their, their enemies will have no kima. Levi, they're not the ones you bless, as Rashi, Moshe Rabbeinu, as being Mubarech, Chashmayna, Yuvanov. Rashi says there were twelve, Ve'alazar, he throws in Elazar over there also, it was also Shailing Gersois, who Elazar was, he was thirteen, he was part of the twelve. Over here it says twelve. So So he said, We're twelve, Kinegad Yud Beshvatim, and Muftuk Ba Kadishbarku will make a nace. Miyatov is a lazar, here's a lazar at Saif. A lazar took the Saif, the sword, he cut off the head of the Ivani, and he started killing all people around them. They didn't know what hit them. End of the Medrash Haray Lufisha Bodhu Bahashem Omad Lahembe Sarasam, he's being Mifarish the Part of Alanisim that says Amatalem Beisarasam in what schus Harei Lufishabatzku Bashem because there was a little bit of Israshlus Klaiso was looking towards the east but they were mechazik themselves and they said no Baruch Hagever Shivtach Bashem because they were Betach Bashem Amalem Beisarasam there's a major somewhere in Shmois and Parshas Veira or Boy in that neighborhood that says the Matisio Uvanav they were Amalem Beisarasam Shal Hakadosh Baruch Hu they stood strong with the Muna. Hashem. Continues the Siddur Rekeach explaining the Indian of <coughs> also the fighting Ravtas Ribam. So he says, What did the first war look like? The first war, he says, Amra Bitsuk Barnachmaini. There were 80,000 troops that came with Gaskaldus Arasha, was the general. Gaskaldus. There was a Gimel Samach Kuf Lamed Gimel Samach That's one Girsa Other ha- Others have Girsa is Kaslagis Then Gavukas And Gutskis And Bagrus A whole bunch of He had a whole bunch of Different Girsa And what his name was And there's 12 against 80,000 It didn't look too good And Gatskalgus Started screaming Shaitim Yesh Bechem Yud Bezish You're foolish You have 12 And I have 80,000 if you're going to say, he started making Latanas, that your Rabbani Shalom is going to save you and bring a Mabel, he already made a Shavuah that he's not going to bring a Mabel. So, sorry, that's the end of that. If Gabriel is going to stand up and burn us the way he burnt the Machina of San Cherev, so he says, listen, we have Eitzah for that, we're going to smear ourselves with the Dam of Chazir and other disgusting Tame things, and even Malachi Asharis aren't going to want to come near us. That's how Tame we're going to be. That time, Klaisa looked hopeless. They looked up to Hashem and they davened and they said, Why are we doing this? Not for ourselves. For your name, Rabbi Nishalayim, it shouldn't be Mavuza. If you don't do a nate now, they're going to say about you, 
all other wars, you had Aitzes to fight. You fought Paro, and you fought Sancherev, and you fought uh, this one, you fought this one. That's it. You're out of tricks. The Banshan's bag of tricks has been uh, emptied. You can't do anything. If you don't do anything, it's going to be a Marzikachil Hashem. Don't worry, <laughs> my bag of tricks is not empty. I already have an Eitzah here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the 70 Malachim who are in charge of the 70 Umais. And he tied them up in chains of Eish. And he told them, If any of the people who you are in charge of kill any of these people from Klai Yisrael, I'm killing you. That's the end of you. And obviously if it's the end of you, it's the end of your nation also. Because if there's no Tsar, there's no Ummah. He tied them down. Baruchmias. Yeah, Malachim. Hashem could do that. And he told... So what did they do? Now they knew. If they don't take care of what's going on over here, they're in trouble. So it says... Any one of the Avonim, when he shot an arrow... To hit one of Klai Yisrael, Ba'malachai, the Malach of that nation came, Vinayatsaibaliba. He would catch the arrow and he'd turn it around and he'd stab the shooter and kill him. So the twelve Kashmanaim were standing and watching as eighty thousand arrows started shooting towards them. Somehow in mid air they made a U turn, Malachim took it, and right away went back to its shooter. And he killed him. They stood there with nothing. The Rabbani Shalom is fighting for us. Not only that, and any king that was killed from the Ivanim, the Malachim came and took their money, and they watched as the money flew from the battlefield straight to the homes of Klai Yisrael. And that's the Pshad Zeu Raptus Rivam. That's the means Hashem fought our fight for us. He fought it. We didn't do anything. That's how the first battle looked. There were many battles after that. And there were many other in Yanim as he goes through the Yanim. But the theme here is that Klai Yisrael had Betachem in the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Klai Yisrael had Tvilah Bedavind. Again, Tvilah is Amunah Betachem. The Pail is the action of Amunah Betachem. Because as it started off and it said, Harelati Shabbatchu Bashem, Omad Lahem Beisarosam. The bottom line was Emun and Bitochen in the Rabbi Nishal. Yeah? If, if one of the Kashmir would have gotten killed, then Hashem would have killed the 70 Sarim? One of the Sarim, whichever one killed. Yeah. If you would have ended up killing all of them, Mashiach would have come? I don't know. So we would have found out. I don't know. I guess that moon or bunch of moon wasn't going to happen. You know. Okay. Now, yeah. There were other nations together with the Ivanim. It wasn't only the Ivanim. That seems from this matter like that. Okay. So that's Indians to know some of the Nisan that happened. That um, how these, how the Chashmonaim acted and. The Nisim that happened to them, how the Rabbi Nisham actually fought for us, and that's part of the Halavahida that we have to give when we say over the Nisim, on these Nisim. Okay, now move on to a different Indian, we'll see if it has a Shaykhist or not, but 
after had the shlichus that I always say over. Last year I called up Rabbi Revda and I told him, he always says on the tapes, how come people don't say over this rekeach, no one says it over, no one knows about it. Now already with the advent of more stories and tapes and things, people know more about these things, they find these midrashim. But I called him up last year and I told him that I made photocopies of it, I gave it out, I said it over in Yavna, and he was very happy to hear it. By the Hanukkah Mesiba, I got a tape, I get a tape every week, so the Hanukkah Mesiba, I got the tape. In the middle he goes, so saying over the nobody knows it this and he says I got a call from Cleveland today from Ingeman and he told me first as I was driving I was in love driving and I hear I got a call from Cleveland I was thinking who from Cleveland called him up trying to think I think of who who, what what was he going to say from that person and then he didn't say my name but he he told me he gave it out and he taught it and this okay and people said they didn't know it and he didn't know it whatever it is so so therefore I took it out myself continue the shlichus of say it up okay now we move on. <coughs> now move on, all the same. Minyanim. Hanukkah. Why is it called Hanukkah? The name of Hanukkah. Many different reasons why the name is called Hanukkah, but one of the reasons the Rishayim gives, Chanukah, hey, they rested on the 25th day of Kislev. So we have to understand something here. When you have an Independence Day, you celebrate the day you want. Pashtus they want on Chavdal Kislev. Chanu, they rested. That means they didn't fight. On Chafei. So they won on Chavdal. This is even a Shaila. When was really the first day they lit the Menorah? The Rambam seems to say it was Takan Chavdalid, which leads to Akasha. So why do we celebrate Chafei? Others say no. They won on Chavdalid and they finally lit the Menorah on Chafei. But the Antif was on not necessarily for Halakas HaMenoira. The Antif in the name was for the Chanu. They rested from the Mohamma. If you tell me the Antif was for the first day of lighting the Menorah, so, I understand. Maybe it was Chafei. But that's not what the name is saying. The name is saying the Mohamma. So, Chanu Chafei, why is it called Chanu Chafei? It should be Natsach of Dalit. We won on the 24th day. We're having a whole new Yantif. Why is it that we celebrate on Chafei? And why is it that we're going to in the name itself, if we're celebrating the Nitzachin, do we talk about resting? <coughs> the mourner of Yashiv Shlita has a whole mahalach in this, and the Yisrael has varm is based on a Meshachachma. The Meshachachma Barshas Boy talks about the Amintaivim of Kla Yisrael, and he's really talking about Shvi Shel Pesach. Shvi Shel Pesach, one would think, why do we celebrate it? Kriyas Yamsuf, right? Kriyas Yamsuf. The Mitzrayim were drowned. That was really the day we won. And yet, when was the Tzibui to make a Shri Shal Pesach? Ready in Parshas HaKadosh. In, in Boi. It says, in Ludairis, in, in Kaisal, the Mitzrayim had one day. But the Pesach already said, Ludairis is going to be seven days. On the seventh day, you'll have Mikra Kaidish. So the Meshachach explains that the Yom of Klai Yisrael are never to celebrate the fall of the enemy. In Fala Yivchal Tismach, we don't celebrate the fall of the enemy. We celebrate the reprieve that Klai Yisrael may have had from the enemy. But we don't celebrate the Nitzvahin of the enemy losing. And our win over the enemy. And, we will find it here. What? 
The freedom, mother. We don't have it. Not, so the, the day we celebrate is not the day of the Makkah. It's the day because we went out of Mitzrayim. Not because Makkah, we don't celebrate the Makkah's Bechairis. Makkah's Bechairis, we give Shvach, the Banisham made an ace. But the Yontif was made because we left Mitzrayim, right? Zman Chayrusayinu, we left Mitzrayim. Not Zman Makkah's Bechairis, Shal Mitzrayim. And he goes through the different Yontifim. That's why it says, when was. When when is when is Purim? Kayavim Asher Naku Bahem Hayehudim. The day they rested, not the day of the Mochama. The Mochama was Yud Gimel. Yudal is the Yantif. For the Mochama for for Shushan, Yudal is Tzvav is the Yantif. And he says the same thing is with the Nates of Hanukkah. He says with the same idea that the Lashon he says is. The way the Meshachachma goes, and we'll see if Vayashim goes in a different way, but it's the same Yusayid. He says that the name of Hanukkah is the Lashon Hanukkah's Habayis. We're not celebrating the Mitzvah and Hamuchama. We're celebrating that now we have a Beis Hamikdash. We're able to have the Shem and Zayis. We're able to have the Chinuch Beis Hashem, Vitarosay, which represents, which is represented by light the Menorah because now we were in Metara the Beit HaMikdash V'ashkoch HaTalikim Alami Beit Yisrael and with that celebration is that we were celebrating Hashkoch HaTashem and Klai Yisrael B'zman Shaloi HaYanavi V'chayzeh B'Yisrael this was an unbelievable time there were no Nevi'im Purim was the end of the Nevi'im that was the last Nase we had that's the last Nase we had with the Nevi'im Mar Chai Wester were part of the Memchat Nevi'im Hanukkah was the Baishani, there was no more Nevi'im anymore. We're celebrating Ashkoch Hashem in the Golos. Baishani was, was part of Golos. It was not the same as the first Beis Hamikdash. There was no Nevi'im. What do you mean, why? We'll see to that, we'll get to that. But they were, and we're celebrating that. But we're not celebrating Mitzvah and Amachama. And he even wants to say this is an unbelievable Meshachachma, which once you see this to the Rekach, you have many kashas. And I remember once hearing, and I've heard it on a tape over and over from, from Rashiva Bel Yeshvei, he said, if not for the Meshachachma, no one could say such a thing. And he said that nobody knew about the nace of the Pach Shemen in the Beis Hamikdash. Who else is in the Beis Hamikdash says the Meshachachma? Anyone's in the Beis Hamikdash? Kehanim in the Beis Hamikdash. Only they knew. And he says it was to tell them that Chasvishalom maybe should, they should think that the war was Kaichi Vaitzam Yadi. It's a little hard for anyone to think that if when you see this, they didn't do anything. They just stood there and watched. How can anyone think that? But there were other Muhammads too. So perhaps he's referring to other Muhammads, which perhaps the Nisim were not as clear. So the Rabbi Nisham gave them a special nace that they should know that the whole thing was Ashkoch Hashem, and it was Ashkoch Hashem b'Derech Hanais l'Maylu Minateva. But the nace of Hanukkah is not Nitzacham HaMuchama. It's Hanukkah Sabai. It's Ashkoch HaTashem. And Moner Vayashev says the same idea. He says, Klai Yisrael, when the Umas Oilam go to war, the Matara is Nitzacham HaMuchama. We want to win. We want to show. Who are we? We're Asa. We're strong. Klai Yisrael, we don't go to war for that. I saw one of the Mepharshim even say, when the Yavadim came into Israel, we didn't stand up and fight against them. When they started making Gezeris, when they attack our Tyra, when they don't let us learn, so then we fight against them, and not because we want to win the war, we want to win the war, so now we can do Tyra and Mitzvah again. So when's the celebration on Chavdal when we win the war? 
No, that's not the end. You celebrate when it's the end. If you have an Independence Day, it's because you won on that day, not because you won a battle and in a month you won the war. You win the day it's over. That's the Independence Day. But for Klai Yisrael, when the war was won, that was only the means to the end. That was not the end itself. When was the end? The next morning, when they rested. I mean, they rested so they could sleep late. So now they didn't have to go and fight? No. But now they could get up and do Tyre and Mitzvah. They could go like the Menaira. They could do the Avoida. There's no more Lachats of the Yavanim trying to oppress us. This is the celebration. Chanu, they rested. What's the resting mean? Now we have no lachats anymore. We can do Torah and Mitzvahs. So the celebration is Chanukah. The celebration is on the 25th day, the day after the Nitzachan. The day they woke up and they didn't have to fight and they didn't have the lachats. They didn't have that oppression. They could do Torah and Mitzvahs. This is the celebration. And lest anyone ever make a mistake and think the Chanukah was Nisakin, it was made because we won the war. They knew there's going to be a day of Kaiki Vaitsam Yadi is going to come along and people are going to say, Hanukkah, Maccabi, yeah, let's become, uh, we'll make a soccer game out of it. We'll make sports out of it. Right? And that's the whole thing, right? Rabin Biat Kalashim, right? I mean, Gibar Biat Kalashim, they were the sport people, the Yavanim, we were the Kalashim. We won, so what's the, what do you do? You make a soccer team, right? I mean, that's the obvious, that's the obvious answer to it, right? We must be, we'll become like Yavanim, because that's how we won. But uh, any, lest anyone think that they put it into the name of Hanukkah. Chanukah, hey, there's nothing else to name it after, except we were able to sleep late on the 25th day? No. The Dairis, lest anyone make a mistake. Why did we make a Yontif? Because we won not because we won because the next day we were able to do Tyre and Mitzvah they put it the diaries in the name of Hanukkah that, that we should remember that Nitzachayin is not a matara for itself Nitzachayin is a means to an end and the end is dedication to Tyre and Mitzvah dedication to the Rabbi Nishalayla and that is what the Chashmanayim represented they were Meisr Nefesh for Mitzvah so they were Zaycha to these Nisim there is <coughs> the Gemara tells us that Klai Yisrael did not perform Rismila in the Midbar one of the reasons the Gemara gives is because there is a certain northerly wind Ruach Tzvainis that didn't blow and if it doesn't blow so then it's Sakana for someone to give a Rismila to a child and they didn't give it they were an Now, the Gemara gives two reasons. Why didn't the northerly wind blow in the, in the Midbar? So one reason, the Gemara says, is because of the Chet, and it's the Machlaikas, which Chet? The Egel, other Chetayim, which, because of the Chet, so they were sort of in Cherem, as we know, the Deber to Moshe wasn't the same during the uh, days of the Midbar. It wasn't Pel Pel, we had a beginning by Yikra. So, they, Rabbi Nishom didn't give them all the perks, so to speak. The second the reason the Gemara gives is because if the wind would blow, the Anani covered, which are clouds, what does wind do with the clouds? Blows them away. So they're going to blow away. Asks the Ritva, one of the Rishayim, Yeshayalim, some ask, and we're all from the Yeshayalim here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu couldn't make an ace that it'll blow and the Anani covered will remain there. One of the Nisim in the Beit HaMikdash was what? That the ocean of the Maracha, whatever wind there was, went straight. Wasn't there a big deal for Hashem to do and especially on Nani Yaakov 
says the Ritva an unbelievable Chiddush. He says, in the matzah the Klai Yisrael was, they were potter from Bismillah, because there's no Ruach Tzvainus. You want Hashem to make an ace, that the Ruach Tzvainus will blow, and the Anani covered will not blow away, that's called an ace Shalai Lutzerach. Hashem doesn't need Mason for no reason. We'll see. It's called an Eish Shalai Lutzerach. Hashem, they're potter from Bismillah now. They don't have to do it. And Aynas is potter, they don't have to do it. So you see an unbelievable thing from the Ritzvah that if Klai Yisrael or a person is in a matzah that they're potter from doing a mitzvah doing a nes to enable them to do the mitzvah is called an Eish So the question is, obvious what happened over here by the nes of Hanukkah? The nes of Shaman? What? The nes of Hanukkah Klai Yisrael was potter from doing the nace, the halakas aneris betahara, tomotra betibor, and if they can't do it, and there's other reasons, they could have lit a betumor, not lit it at all, so why did Rabbanisham make an ace to enable them to do a betahara? That's the question. Question number two, that some ask, is that it's well known that Shevel Levi did perform brismila in the Midbar. And the Medrash says why? That for Sheva Levi, the Ruach Tzvain is blue. Just for that. So now we have a problem. Why Sheva Levi get a special Ruach Tzvain that didn't blow away the Anani So the answer is, the Mepharshim say as follows. Chazal tell us. Why was it that in the Dairis Harishainim they saw open Nisan, the Gemara says. And for us, the Gemara says, for us, the Amirayim in the times of the Gemara, we don't see Nisim so openly. The Gemara answers, Rishainim Shemasru Nafsham Akedushas Hashem. Rishainim that they were Meiser Nefesh, they got Nisim. And the Gemara gives common examples, many examples of what mysterious Nefesh they had for Kiyam Amitzvahs. But, what do you see here? Amida Kenegad Mida. Anais is something Chutz Midarech Hateva. The Rabbanu Shalom acts Mida Kenegad Mida. If someone acts Shalai Kenegad Hateva, their Maishon Nefesh, they go beyond the call of duty for Kiyam HaMitzvahs, Mida Kenegad Mida, the Rabbanu Shalom make Nitzim for them. Shalai Kenegad Hateva. If a person does it, he does according to the letter of the law, which is nothing wrong with that. But, that's the letter of the law. The Rabbanu Shalom doesn't do Nitzim. Shalai Lutzaira. Your Pater, your Pater. Shevet Levi the Nitziv in Parashat Vizay Sabrocha says that the Iker school of Shevet Levi was that they always acted when it came to Kiyam HaMitzvah they always went above and beyond the call of duty the one Nitziv over there could take a look at it I have it in my Sefer too also that Shevet Levi excelled in doing things so now we can understand something. For Klai Yisrael's Potter Min Amila, there's no nace. Sheva Levi, who always did things, Lomayla Midarech HaTeva, so Rabbi Shalom gave them a nace, Shaloy Litzairech. That's what you get, Mida Kenega Mida. So they got a special nace, the Ruach Tzvainis. So why couldn't Liam was doing it? Why couldn't the No, it was only for them. They were the only ones who got it. Special, it wasn't a win that everybody felt. Only they felt it. That's the way it was. That was part of the nace. Continuing now when it comes to the nays of Nerchanukah, again, who do we meet up again with? The Levim, the Kayhanim. 
They, they were Meister Nefesh for Kiyam HaMitzvahs. Where did they get their Kayach from? Because they're Kayanim. They went to war for what? For Kiyam HaMitzvahs. They went to war because the Chashmai, the Yibanim didn't let them do mitzvahs. They went to war, can I get it? We had the Ramban in Barshas Vayichi, if not for the Chashmai going to get in the war against the Yibanim. They said no. They said we're not going to give up. They were Torah. They were not Misyavim. They didn't let these outside influences come in and make inroads. They didn't give up. Could be, Kla Yisrael was part of mitzvahs. It was Aynas. Not everything was Yaharag Valyavri. You have to know Shas Hashmag. You have to know the Halachas. But they didn't do mitzvahs. They didn't act. Shalai Kederach Ateva. Sheva Levi. With the Yerusha they have from Moshe Rabbeinu's Bracha by Mizayis Habracha where he is Mavarech them with this Midah that they have of Chasidecha a Chasid is one who goes L'mayla Midarech HaTeva one who goes above and beyond what's normal Kiyam HaMitzvah L'mayla from what's supposed to be done Sheva Levi the Kayanim excelled in that so then when they came to do the Mitzvah of Nerchanika Amnam Sayinam Nerchanika Meiris HaMenoira yeah, there was no need for it. It was an ace for But the Rabbi Nishalm said, Mida Kenega Mida, you're going to get an ace. That you'll be able to do it You want to do the mitzvahs with That was your whole theme, really. Who were they? I said last night, the Rabbi in a radio address in Top Shin Dalit in London that he used to give on the radio in Hanukkah, he said there were two Nisim. There were two Nisim that happened in Hanukkah. There was the Nisim of the Pach Shemen, of that flask of oil. The Chaysamish HaKayangadol, and I saw one of the Midrashim said, the Chaysamish HaKayangadol from, from the Bezdin of Shmuel Hanavi. It's a long time before. Shmuel Hanavi, what? I it's from Yaakov Avinu. From Yaakov Avinu? That's Really? Could be. I thought Shmuel Anavi, Shmuel Anavi is dangerous before. It means the Rabbinisham was already preparing this nace. That means the nace was that no one used it since then either. And the truth is, just going off this topic for a little bit, there were three Nisan that occurred. There was a nace that the Yavadim didn't find it, and they had an agenda. The Major says they went out to be Metahar, Metame, Bedafka, Antiochus told them that go be Metame the Menorah. If you get the Menorah, you get everything. They went to get every jug. And some say they were looking for jewels in it, the Ran says. So that's why they went to get every jug. It was an ace, they didn't find it. Remember, and they were looking for it. It was an ace, the Chashmanoim came in, weak from battle. How much could they look already? And what happens? They did find it. Okay, could be, but could be, but it ends. I don't know. Every war, there were there were battles the Majosh and bring that weren't so simple. The first battle was like that, and then the third nace was that it lit for eight days. Right? There were three Nisim, really. The Rebbe says in the Sefer, there were three Nisim. And he says there was a Tzairach for all three Nisim. Because the first two, you may have said, okay, the Yivana missed it, found that it's possible. To show those were Nisim, you needed the last Nase. No one could, could, could argue. Because truthfully, you could have said, why does Shem need the first two, why does Shem need the third Nase? Once he's making a Nase that they don't find one, they don't have to find eight, right? Let them not find eight, let Kaisal find the eight. But there it is, those two Nisim on their own, again, someone would have said, maybe that's Teva. Third nace, no one could argue with. And it showed all the Nisim were like that. So, that was the nace that they came in. So the Rabbi Nishlam said, You want to do it to Tahara? You are Meister Nefesh for my mitzvahs? You're going to get it to Tahara. You're going to get it that this, I'm going to make an ace. Shalai But that's the Midah Kenagamida. So the Chashmai Naim, 
were Meiser Nefesh, for Kiyam HaMitzvahs. That's what they were all about. The Yavanim were out to stop us from doing mitzvahs. They were Meiser Nefesh, for Kiyam HaMitzvahs. So what's the Yom Tif? This is the day that we could start doing the mitzvahs again. We could be Malik the Menorah. We could do everything that we want. This is a celebration of that day. Yeah? First of all, what did they, what were they required to be in the first place? What do you mean, what were they required to be in the first place? What, what, they required to be in the first place? Certainly, whatever they needed to be in the first place. Could be, from Thomas Mace, yes to know which Thomas. Only people need seven days. No. They go to the mikvah, whatever. Oh, that's a shaila how they did things. That's a shaila. That's a, some say velika neris bechatzis kachecha. When where do you light the neris, inside or outside? Some say they were takatame, so they had to have a long, you know, that was the first of those silver long lighter things. <laughs> they went all the way in because they didn't want to go in. It's different. That's a shaila. It's a shaila. I'm not dealing with that this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> um, what? Others say they lit it outside. Why would you light it outside? inside. Okay, the shaila is what's velika neris. Some said they did both. You have to know what Katsis Kachaka means. You send yourself a couple days Hanukkah left to still be my eye in an Alanisan. What? Isn't that one of the reasons why Hanukkah is 18? Why? That could be also because it was blowing, that was part of the night. Or because of the wind, because it was outside in the wind. So, all part of the reasons of the Beit Tayyip's Kachaka and all these type of things. Yeah? No, because we want to show the nace got bigger and bigger. The web. Every day it got bigger and bigger than it. That's up. Days are seven, yeah. Because eight days. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah? What? Because it's part of the chet. Why were they annoying us? Because of the chet. They couldn't have the real finest, so it was all embarrassing. Now, continuing along this theme, there's a very interesting Siddur Rekeach, continuing the Siddur Rekeach here. One of the Gzairis, and this bothered me a little bit, and I had a different Shirley to say today, but because of time in Shainan, I had to change it. And um, it was bothering me, and I guess because of uh, the Tzairah of giving a shir, I had to come up with something. The, one of the, the, he gives off the, he lists off some of the Gzairis that were made. Five that had karas on them, you had to um, write out Karan Ashar. What? Yeah. There was uh, Karen Ashar and Lanachelik Pelikei Yisrael. There was Xayra that they have to live with their wives as Nidais. There was no mikvah. They wouldn't then go to the mikvah. Prismila, Chilol Shabbos. And then there was the terrible Xayra, which was part of that Xayra also with Yehudas, different Shilas in the story. But that anyone who gets married has to first live with the Hagmine or the Melech. Then he says there were five Xayras that didn't have cars. They were geyser to eat Chazir. Not to light the menorah, not to make a sukkah. You couldn't celebrate Chagah sukkahs. Not to write a ksuba, and not to learn Tyra. It bothered me this sukkahs business. All the other ones I could figure out. You have Tyra, the menorah's Tyra, Chazir, Simtamalev. A lot of the other ones are Kedusha Sabayis, not to write a ksuba, Nidab, Suleim, Lamelech. These are Kedusha Sabayis. These are like the Yisaitis of Kla Yisrael, Shabbos, Mila. These are Yisaitis. Sukkahs? Where did sukkahs come into this? Some say, there's a Medrash that says, you want to know why there's eight days Hanukkah? Because they couldn't celebrate the eight days of sukkahs. Same Chalik Lashiva, a whole bunch of business over here. What's this? Which one? 
And you were trying to get the Torah, and whatever, all kinds of things. And so the space, and so the shvuas, and so the whole thing, and so we throw them all out. So why it's so kids It bothered me. I had some halachim, I had some ideas. But could be the pshat is like this. There's a few in Yanim I want to bring out with the Indian of Sukkis. Number one, the Indian of Sukkis, we'll get to how it's negated to us, but a few ideas. Number one, the Indian of Sukkis is the contrast between Kla Yisrael and Numa Tzayla. Why are there eight days? Because the seven days we bring seventy parim keneged dumasaylam. The eighth day, Hashem says, "Listen, all yons, if you're busy with dumasaylam, one day special for Klai Yisrael." The Yavadim wanted to break down the barriers and say Klai Yisrael is not special. There's no There's no nace. It's all teva. That's all fits into this whole yonim. Also, of of um, of that uh, that. All the nisim that were necessary to prove to Klai Yisrael that we there is nisim that there is no teva, which is what Hanukkah represents. Also, you proved it's your world, Rabbi Nishalaylam. It's not just a teva dika world. So they wanted to break down all those barriers, kedusha, all these inyanim. So part of that was you have a yomtif that says there's the umasaylam and there's you. There's no difference. You have to get rid of Sukkis. The representation, what Sukkis represents, is what they wanted to break down. So you have a Yantiv called Pesach that Hashem did, you know, a miracle for you. Mazel Tov, that's in the olden days. He did a miracle. We don't mind if you celebrate, celebrate ancient history. Right? People celebrate ancient history today. Ancient, uh, you know, not even history. It's like made up history. But people celebrate it for years here. Big deal. So you make a party. But to, represent, to make a Yantiv that represents the chilik between a Klayusol and Umas Island that they weren't Interested. And especially remember, this was the Zman of Etamikdash. They were doing it actively. The 70 Paras and Shemini Atzeret, they were doing it. That they had to get rid of. Number one. Number two. Sukkis. There's a Meshachachman Parsha somewhere, Zvarim, one of those places, Zvarim Vesanan, that he says that there's a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim that there's a Majesty that says that says over there, Imi um, and Achaisi and Biti, Islam HaMelech, describes the relationship between Klaiso in three ways. First it was Imi, my mother, then it was Achaisi, then it was a sister, then it was Biti, a daughter. And the Imagine says that the first, the love that Klaiso has, um, let's just see if I can find it. Yeah. It's in Parshas Vatskanan when he's talking about the Nasar Sadibris, he talks all about the Mayadim over there. So he says, the Major says, a marshal to Amalek, I had a daughter, and he first, he loved her so much, and he first used to call her Biti, the opposite the way I said. Then he loved her even more, he called her Achaytzi, and even more he called her Imi. Same thing was with the Rabbi Nishalaylam, the same idea. And he goes, the Major talks about this. So the Meshachachman says, what's this referring to? The three Mayadim in, Klai, in the times of Klai Yisrael. The Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkis. Three Mayadim representing three different times. Pesach, Klai Yisrael was on a very low Madrega. It was all really his Cyrus from Shamayim that there was these Nisim. Hashem showered it. We did very little. A father to a daughter showers Hashboan to a daughter. A child doesn't do much for the parent. It's more, if you want to know where the Hashba is coming from, who's investing in the relationship, it's more the father, the parent to the child. That's Pesach. We did very little. Shavuos was after Sphira we worked our way up we did something Hashem also came down to Harsina it was equal a chaisi a sister is more on an equal level Imi is the other way around is 
Kai Yisrael is the parent now and doing more for the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And he says that represents Sukkis. Because by Sukkis, now getting into the Alenian, but especially the Fidah Grah, that the Ananiya covered, that we are celebrating Sukkis, was not the first Ananiya covered we got when we went out of Mitzrayim. We lost them by the Chet Egel. We got them back on Sukkis when we did Tshuva. So we invested, it was all Kamat, all of Kla Yisrael, it was Imi. So Sukkis represents Kla Yisrael doing Tshuva. And we have to know, not getting into it, but there were, gzair, there were reasons for the Gzairas against Klai Yisrael. A Gzairah doesn't come without an Avera. The Bach says, this Rashlu Why they lose the Avaidah in the Beis HaMikdash? Because they were Shvach in the Avaidah in the Beis HaMikdash. So there was a reason for it. The Yuvanim said, you lost it. You had an Avera, it's over. Your relationship is over. There's no Tshuva. Sukkot represents Tshuva. Sukkot represents the return. You want, to represent, you want to remember Pesach? Hashem got old. There's no more Pesach, like Haman said. Yeah, at that time Hashem gave you a Shefa. It's too late. No more. But Sukkot is representing that when we do what we're supposed to, Hashem will come back to us. That again, the Yivanim wanted to get rid of. So Badafka Sukkot represents that. So, that is another reason why the, why the Yivanim wanted to get rid of Sukkot. Why did Sukkot because the Anani HaKavah that we yeah. celebrate is only came back through our tshuva, through our Amelus. How do you see that? What do you mean, how do you see that? The Anani HaKavah left by the Chet Eagle. Hashem gave it back to us because we did tshuva. Hashem didn't, was on the Kisei Adin until Yom Kippur. And the whole long uh, period of Lazar, like I said, in the beginning of the year, and he said, Salachti, and it was the first time we went back to Midas Arachamim. And we only got them back on the test Vav, of Tishrei, when we started building the, the Mishkan, we got back the Anani Kavit through our own tshuva. The guy says, those are the Anani Kavit that we represent with our sukkahs. So it represents our tshuva. Imi. In other words, we were the Mashpian. So therefore, it represents Kaisal doing tshuva and getting back to Rabbi Hashem's Ashba. They wanted us to forget that. You can't do tshuva. Once you're out, it's over. But a third reason, perhaps, and this ties in more to what we're saying, they were very smart people. See, they went to Sunday school. They said, your bunch said they're not going to bring a mavel. Their bunch, they knew that there's Sancheirev. They went, they knew, they learned. How did they know? They were very smart intellectual people. They also read the Bible, you know. The final Indian I want to bring out from Sukkot is as follows. There was a minute, the Mishnah says, on the seventh day, when they left the Mizbeach, after seven days of celebrating Simchus Beit HaShavas and all different things, the Mishnah in Mesech Sukkot says, they used to say, Yoifilach Mizbeach, Yoifilach Mizbeach. The Mizbeach is so beautiful. Mizbeach is so beautiful. Twice. And the question is, why did they say it twice? And what were they saying it for? So there's a Masha there. And the Masha puts two stories together. On Eshana Rabba, on the seventh day of Sukkot, when they would leave the Beit HaMikdash, after seven days, before Shemini HaTaris began, they used to leave the Beit HaMikdash, they would turn to the Mizbech and say, Yoifilach Mizbech, you're beautiful. And they would say it twice. Why did they do this? So there's a marsha there that says, he puts a story at the end of Mesech Sukkah, the last Amun of Mesech Sukkah, and he says, that's the reason for this minute. The story at the end of Mesech Sukkah is a famous story, and the marsha says that these two things have a shaykh to each other. The story is, Maisa the Miriam Masvilga. There's a story of Miriam Masvilga, Shemira Dasa, that she, 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 um, she, um, what? I can't hear you. 
She became Miss Yavana. So yeah, she was Hamer Dato. She was, uh, became Shmat. You know, she went and became Yavani. And she married one of the Yavani kings. She was from Mishpachas Kehan. Shenichnesu Yavanim Lahechol. Sounds like the Hanukkah story. They came into the Hechol. She took her, her shoe and she hit the Mizbeach. And she said, Lucas, Lucas, you fax. And you are consuming all the money of Klai Yisrael with all their karbonis. And look, you're not helping them. Look, we Yavanim are winning over here. And because of that, the Chacham were very upset, and they closed up different things of her family, and the whole, the whole, uh, the whole mishmar, and the whole family, because it's Eilu Rasha Eilu Shchena, and a child only hears what happens in her parents' house. So this was part of the Nisrash Lubavayda. Could be doesn't mean her parents were kaifrim, but could be they made a derogatory little comment about the mizbeach that wasn't so, and a child takes that and blows it up, and that's what happened. So says the Marsha. She did two things. She hit the Mizbeach, an action, and she said something connected to the Mizbeach. She said, Lucas, Lucas. So because of that, on Sukkot, we say two things to the Mizbeach. Yoifilach Mizbeach, Yoifilach Mizbeach. To counteract her two things. One connected her Dibur, and one connected her Maisa. She hit and she said, so we, we're not going to do anything to the Mizbeach. So we say, Mizbeach, you're beautiful. The Dibar Uvimaitza. Kasha. But that's what they did. That's why it's a double Lushan, and that's why they did it. So why'd they do it on Sukkis? Why'd they do it on Sukkis? Sukkis was a Yavdif who was very tiring on Kala Yisrael. Sukkis Beisheva's lasted a whole night. You go through the Gemaras, what happened? It was a time someone could finish and say, huh. It was wonderful, it was beautiful, back to normal, you know. It was tiring. Those are those little comments. That was, who knows if Miriam Bas killed the herd. So at that time, Christ said, no, Yoifilach Mizbeach, Yoifilach Mizbeach, Mizbeach, you're beautiful. That's what Sukkot represented. Sukkot represented, and especially the eighth day of Sukkot was the day that we continued with this Yoifilach Mizbeach at the end of the Shiva Shimei. Asukis. It wasn't so tiring Shemini Atzeres anymore. One could have said to themselves, okay, it was nice, but now we get to relax. We don't have to bring the Param anymore. No more Shemini Atzeres. Aliyaruchnis. It was tiring. Right away we're machazik ourselves at the end and at the beginning of Yaifilach Mizbeach. So that's what Sukkot represented. The beauty of mitzvahs. How do you want to come out of a mitzvah? How do you want to come out of a yontif? Do you come out of a mitzvah Oish, it's hard. You come out of a mitzvah, it's yoifilach. It may be tiring, it may cost some money, but it's beautiful, it's gishmak. That's how a person gets a chiyas. That's how a person is mechazit themselves in Torah mitzvah. That's how a person ensures that the next door, and his own self, and the next door, is mechazik in mitzvahs. Not like a Nebuchadnezzar Miriam Das Bilga who didn't have this. But like a Klai Yisrael who sees the beauty of mitzvahs. That's what Sukkot represented to the Yavanim. Get rid of that. Yoifilach Mizbeach. No, mitzvahs are for the olden days. Mitzvahs don't have, it's too tiring. Lucas, Lucas, what did she say? You're mechalam amaynam. You don't help them. That's what mitzvahs represents. And therefore they make various Klai Yisrael get rid of your mitzvahs. We're going to make it hard to do mitzvahs. We're going to make it so hard you're going to say Mitzvahs. What do we need mitzvahs for? Tashmanayi Obanam says, no. Mitzvahs are geshmak. Mitzvahs are beautiful. Yoifilach mizbeach. We're going to be meiser nefesh for mitzvahs. That's what the Yontif represents. And there's a... Just to finish off, in a minute I started late, so I got a couple extra minutes. And the... 
there's a there's a verse that I saw from Chatzkel Abramsky that he says Tamidei Chachamim Marvin Shalom Ba'Elam. It says Tamidei Chachamim Marvin Shalom Ba'Elam. What does it mean? Tamidei Chachamim brings Shalom to the world. It means that Tamidei Chachamim go from house to house, and you know, is there any problem? Shalom Ba'Elam problems over here. Any problems with your kids? We're here happy to mediate. So he says no. He says the Indian of Shalom is the opposite of Kedida, of Kas, of getting upset. That's what Shalom means. That's the opposite of trivial things, of things bothering you, little things that make a person. When a person is not settled and happy what they're doing, anything could set them off. He said, Talmidei Chachamim, who, who have Shalom. What does that mean they have Shalom? A Talmud Chacham, who is Malay Oysher. He's full of riches. He's full of Sipuk, of Sviyas Ratzayin, of happiness, of satisfi- satisfaction. He's satisfied. Nachas Ruach. He had so much pleasure in this world from his Torah. More than the millionaire when he made his money, how happy he was. The satisfaction that a Tamachacham, that a Yid has when he learns Torah and he does mitzvahs. He is so satisfied and happy with himself. Nothing bothers him anymore. Guy wins the lottery. <laughs> Anyone can say any words to him. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm so satisfied with myself. That's how Tyrion Mitzvah has to be. So if a person is so full of oinig and sipuk in his learning, nothing else will bother him. There's no caste. There's no kpeida. It's mar b'shalom ba'olam. That's what you have to come out of a Hanukkah with. Chanu The day we dedicate ourselves to Tyrion Mitzvah. The day we come out and say, Yoyfi lach mizbeach. How beautiful is the Mizbeach not oh it's so hard oh it costs so much money mitzvah. that's what the Yavanim wanted the Yavanim said yeah we're going to make it so hard you're going to be kaifer in the Mitzvah we were Meister Nefesh the Chashmenayim were Meister Nefesh for Yaifilach Mizbeach and the Rabbeinu Shalaylam in turn Mida Kenege Mida made a nace a beautiful nace Rabbi Chaim Shmulevit says when the Rabbeinu Shalaylam doesn't have to do something and he does it for example David HaMelech kills Goliath what happens? Goyas falls towards Davin Amalek. What do you need that mace for? So you shouldn't walk a little bit extra to cut off his head? Wait, the nace was not necessary. When there's a nace for Klai Yisrael, and then there's a personal nace for someone, says of Chaim Shmulevitz, it's a marshal. A family loses a diamond. Everyone looks for it. They find it. The whole family is happy. But who gets a special kiss from the father? The one who found it. Everyone is besimcha. Then there's that special kiss. When the Rabbi Nishan performs the nace, everyone in Kaisal is happy. But then there's that personal extra special kush, that extra special kiss he gives to the ones who were responsible and showed that extra chiba. We were Meister Nefesh, the Chashmanoim were Meister Nefesh for the beauty of Mitzvah, for Yaifilach Mizbeach. That's what Hanukkah represents. The Rabbi Nishan said, you wanted it beautiful, I'm going to make it extra beautiful. You're going to have a Nitzachayim? And not only that, you'll get that extra kiss from me. That was the nace of the Pachshemen. And that's why it's so beautiful. That's why there's Hidr Mitzvah. That's why Hanukkah is about Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin. It doesn't say anywhere you should have a silver Esther box. It's a beautiful thing. It doesn't say it in Halach anywhere. It's the only place that says, have a silver Menorah if you could. Why? 
since when does it come in? Light the Menorah. Make a beautiful wick, make nice shemen, that's all. There's the Indian of Mahajan, Mina Mahajan, there's Hidr, everything is Hidr, because that's what Hanukkah represents. The beauty of Torah and Mitzvah. And that's what we have to come out from a Hanukkah with. Are we Tamid Chacham and Marvin Shalom Mo'ilam? Because we have Sipuk, we have Oineg, we have Oisher, we have the beauty of Torah and Mitzvah. Chanu Chavhei, if we have that, then we'll be Zaycha to the lesson of Hanukkah. We'll be Zaycha that we have learned the lesson of Hanukkah will be marbishalim with ourselves and especially in such a tumult world a world that so much is going on a world that there's so many quote-unquote exciting things going on in the world that can lure us out our job is anyone in Klai Yisrael also you could say we learn Torah we do mitzvahs but the lesson is that we should be happy with the mitzvahs we should come out from every yontif and every mitzvah Yoifi Lach Mizbeach. If we do that, we'll rededicate ourselves to Rabbi Nishalaylam, we'll learn the Tyra Mitzvahs, and we'll be Zaycha that he'll do Nisim by Yomim Mahaim, Pazman Azach. And we will see you next week. This is all. Uh,